too long, but a completely necessary absence, it's the return of What's on Your Mind's Rack Time. This is Rob, and I hope this episode finds you in good health. Comics are being distributed again, so that means I've got something to cover. Back on May 27th, Diamond Comics Distributors began distributing two comics shops once again, although as of this writing, DC Comics has decided to end its arrangement with Diamond, so we'll see how that shakes out. Anyway, on my latest trip to the shop, I brought home G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 271, by Larry Hama and Robert Atkins, and G.I. Joe, number 6, by Paul Aller and Chris Avenhaus. I'll start with Real American Hero 271. It's part 6 of the 10-part Snake Hunt storyline. As we start the second half, we get a bit of a transitional issue again, as various groups of Joes and Cobras are moving their pieces on the board for the final confrontation. Stalker, Clutch, Rock and Roll, and Wade Collins are heading for Springfield in the Bongo the Balloon Bear van. They get stopped by a state trooper who, upon finding a van full of heavily armed active-duty military personnel, decides he wants no part of it and sends them on their way. Meanwhile, in the Springfield Community Center, Throwdown is awake and he sheds his bonds and begins to pick the lock of his cell despite the warnings of Crimson Guardsman Laura 343. The Greenwich Village Ninjas, Jinx, Budo, Granny, Milo, Raymond, and Helix, are all amusing themselves on a train ride to Springfield. Dawn is there too, and she's reading while watching over the weapons hidden in guitar cases. A young guitar fan asks Dawn if he can see what he assumes are vintage guitars, only to be told that the cases in fact contain every ninja weapon you can think of. Zartan and the Dreadnoughts are also moving towards Cobra headquarters. Some of the Dreadnoughts are riding in the back of a disguised semi with the Thunder Machine, questioning why Zartan is going through all this trouble to save a Joe. Xandar believes that Zartan is maneuvering towards the endgame. Whatever that is, we don't know. In Utah, the Joes are loading up personnel onto charter buses and fighting vehicles onto flatbed trucks. Torpedo, Long Range, and Muskrat are left behind with the support staff to guard the pit. As the convoy rolls out, Joe Colton arrives in a tomahawk with a new targeting satellite for the laser cannon in the Chrysler building. Hardtop and Payload have prepped the Defiant shuttle to put the satellite in orbit. Back in New Jersey, Destro and the Baroness have summoned Iron Grenadier reinforcements. Destro explains that his plans are to rescue the person that they believe to be Snake Eyes from Cobra without destroying the Cobra infrastructure. Apparently Destro wants to be able to take Cobra for himself. At least that's the vibe I'm getting. The Baroness questions if they can trust Zartan, but Destro counters that it's safer to trust Zartan than Cobra Commander. At Revanche headquarters, Alpha-01 is mobilizing his resources, or its resources, to repair Revanche's infrastructure. It is not its plan to engage in the coming battle, but to see who emerges and then strike while they're weak. Finally, in the place where everyone is going, Springfield, Dr. Mindbender has finished preparing the brainwave scanner to brainwash Snake Eyes. Cobra Commander is pushing to hurry the process, which may be prophetic, because Throwdown is out of his cell and is face-to-face with Laura 343. And that brings this issue to a close. Again, it's very much another transitional issue, but it does do more to advance the story than the last one did. We start to see some of the motivation behind Destro and Zartan moving against Cobra Commander. The one group we didn't see was the October Guard, so we have no more info on the status of the Guard's resurrected members, or even if Crystal Ball finished delivering all those pizzas. That brings us to G.I. Joe number 6. This issue had some really big game-changing events in it, so I'm going to be a little vague in my summary for two reasons. One, the issue is told in flashback as the team of Fadeaway, Tiger, Jinx, Frontier, and Roadblock are being debriefed after the most recent mission by Scarlet. It jumps back and forth, which makes summarizing by voice a little difficult. It's very easy to follow if you read it, so go buy a copy and read it. Spoilers, I like this issue. And second, there's big things at the end, and I'm not spoiling them. Again, go buy a copy. Tiger, Jinx, and Fadeaway are on a train. They're carrying fruits and vegetables that are hiding a chemical weapon capable of melting down a bat's armor. Fadeaway gets recognized by a Cobra employee that she used to work with. Fadeaway follows her to another car with the intention of killing her to keep her quiet. 
but she can't bring herself to do it. They were close friends in the past. The Cobra technician, named Tracy, wants to know how Fadeaway got out, because she wants out too. Tiger, Jinx, and Fadeaway take Tracy at her word and let her jump off the train with them into a freezing river with the package. This convinces most of the team that Tracy's telling the truth. They get picked out of the river by Roadblock and Frontier and taken to a safe house. They're not there long before they get attacked by some vipers. They track Tracy with a subcutaneous tracking device that the Joes missed. The team has another safe house, but it can't get there without Cobra tracking Tracy again. The team debates on what to do, with the conversation heading towards killing Tracy, because they can't take her along, and they can't leave her behind because she could be tortured and talk. She's seen all their faces, she knows their plans. Tracy ends the debate by throwing herself off a cliff to save the team. The issue ends with the end of the debriefing. We learn a hard truth about the mission, which really shakes up the team, Jinx in particular. She confronts Scarlet, and I won't spoil the outcome. There's also a very important last page reveal that I won't spoil either. Go by the issue. Here's a clue. We've been waiting for this person. If you haven't figured it out, I really like this issue. Again, go buy it. Before I go, I feel I have to address in some way what's been going on in the last few weeks. I started reading G.I. Joe comics a long time ago. In all the different types of stories and interpretations, one thing has remained constant. The Joes represent the best of America. And I don't mean that because of what they do or what branch of the military they come from, but how they do it. They're a diverse team of men and women from all over the country. They represent all manners of people in terms of race, upbringing, education, religion. Their backgrounds define who they are and allow each member to bring unique skills and different perspectives to the team. Despite their differences, they always function as a unit to get the job done. Each member can count on the other at all times. They are all equals, and they treat each other that way. They do this because they fight to uphold a document that is supposed to guarantee that same equality for every one of America's citizens. I would like everyone to remember that the people who have been protesting for over two weeks now are not asking for special treatment or favors. They're asking for all people to be treated equally and fairly by those who are elected or hired to serve them and protect those rights. They're asking for the rights guaranteed to them by the Constitution of the United States. It's become painfully clear that too many of our elected officials do not live up to this promise and believe that public service and government is a way to further the cause of only their own party, their base, or their own interests. And it's time for these people to go. Many people across the country are making their voices heard in many different ways. I'm asking you listeners out there to make your voices heard in a very specific and important way. Vote. Voting is the most basic right of the people and the only way that democracy can function. Voting is our way to hold our leaders accountable. If they do not serve our needs, we have the right to choose people who will. Voting is the way to keep our democracy working. If you neglect the maintenance on your car, it breaks down. Too many people don't vote in this country, and that's why our democracy is in disrepair right now. If you're not registered to vote, get registered. If you have registered, make sure it's active. Find out where your polling place is. Learn who the candidates in your district are. Election day is November 3rd. Protect your rights by exercising them. Vote. If not, you leave your choices in the hands of someone else. I'll see you at the polls on November 3rd.